Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and on this episode of the Towncast, we had an opportunity to talk to Pastor Wes Ifan. He's the new pastor at the First Reformed Church of Hawthorne. It's one of the oldest churches in the area. And in this last week of Advent, as we're heading up to Christmas, he talks about the significance of Advent and, uh, and some of the things that their church does, uh, not only with the children, but also in the community and, and uh, what, what they're going to be doing for Christmas. So uh, if you guys are looking for a church home and you are looking to, uh, to go somewhere for, for Christmas, there are many churches in the area, and uh, we're happy to bring this one to you. All right, enjoy the episode, everybody, and have a wonderful Christmas. churches in in this area it's got to be one of the oldest churches right Absolutely. so we're in the first reformed church it's on lafayette ave i know i know you locals have, have driven past it a thousand times uh it's on lafayette ave right next to st clements and it's been around since was it 1873 yeah 1873 it's older than hawthorne 2000 so you guys know 2023 hawthorne celebrates their 125th birthday and and this church is older than that, right? So next yeah, next year you'll be 150. Yeah, that's right. 150, 150. years next year. Mm -hmm. Are you guys doing anything special for 150? So it's something that's being discussed preliminarily, um, and uh, but we haven't put anything to paper just yet. But uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I should introduce my guest. <laughs> so this is this is Pastor West Ifan. It's Ifan. Ifan. Yeah. Pastor West Ifan, uh, the pastor of Force, uh, First Reformed Church. And you just, this is all new, right? This is, it's very, very new. How long have you been pastor of the church? So officially pastoring the church since March of this year. March. So we're at what? Uh, this is now month eight. Yeah, December, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how, how's it been? I mean, this is, this is, is this your first pastoring gig? It is. It's the first time I'm pastoring a church. I, I you know, I, I honestly did not think when I was in seminary that I would be pastoring a church that soon after graduation. I only okay. graduated in 2021. My wow. thought was I was going to be, you know, maybe working at another church, kind of, you know, sowing my oats, you know, yeah, yeah. learning the, you know, the whole uh, practice of it, and then, you yeah. know, eventually. But no, God. God said, just you know, we're just going to throw you right into the deep end, and <laughs> here you are. So. God has a way of doing that to people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about your back. Did you grow up in in this area? Did not grow up in this area, no. Okay. Um, mainly, so my, my story is that my parents were immigrants from Nigeria. Oh, wow. And they okay. immigrated so they to were, the... So they were immigrants? Yes, they oh, were wow. immigrants, um, immigrated to, uh, from Nigeria to Wisconsin. My dad was Wisconsin. going to school. Yeah, he had... He you have relatives in Wisconsin? No. How do you no, end up in Wisconsin? <laughs> no relatives, no friends, nothing. And going from a warm climate to cold? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Big shock to the system. Not Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Well, th dad got into a, a, a program, a PhD program at the University of Wisconsin. So uh, okay. there they went, you know, and, and so then they... Wow, they that must have been there. just culture shock and, and weather shock. Big time. 
big time. My mother, uh, she recalled the story. She told me, I didn't even have a jacket. I get off the plane and it's cold. I didn't even know. Well, who has a jacket in Nigeria? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so you, you feel the pain. Wow. That's crazy. So, and, and what year was that? That was in, uh, what, 82? 1982? Wow. Yeah. So I was a baby. I was 10 months old when we got here. Oh, so you were born then? So I was born in Nigeria. Okay. Came here as an infant. And uh, we were in Wisconsin for about eight years. And then we moved to Jersey. And uh, then now you settled in. And then you settled in. That's yeah. a, you belong in Jersey. <laughs> so I belong in Jersey. I'm it's a Jersey cold. guy. It's still, it's still cold. It's still cold. But, you know, <laughs> coming from Wisconsin, it's a little bit warmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> uh, so you moved here. How old were you when you, when you guys came to Jersey? Uh, I was nine. Yeah. Okay. I was nine. nine. And so you, you end up going to school, high school. Yeah. And yeah. so where, where in your life, none of your, your parents, neither one of your parents was involved in, in ministry or? Well, they, they weren't, neither of them are pastors for sure. Um, they were very big on church. Okay. I grew up in church. Um, you know, so both my mom and my dad, they emphasized the fact that me and my siblings, we had to go to church. So they were involved in church. You know, they would serve on committees and do those sure. kinds of things. Um, and... So I, I grew up in church and kind of had an understanding about the importance of faith. But, you know, outside of like uncles that live back in Nigeria who are now, you know, pastors at churches, nobody in my immediate family was. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I think it was a journey yeah, that yeah, eventually yeah. got me to, to where I am. So um, what was it? What Because everybody has that turning point, right? Yeah. So what, what was the turning point in your life? Ooh. So the turning point in my life was um, in 2014, I got into a really bad accident, all right? Now, let me just kind of- That's here. In yeah, in, in New Jersey. Now, let me just kind of give some, some backstory to it. Um, a few years earlier, I went to a retreat, a church retreat. So we're up in uh, Christian uh, Conference Center in Valley Forge, PA. Okay. And we're out there in the woods and we're doing all that stuff where we're, we're praying and we're out in nature and all this great stuff. And so we had a, an event the last night of the retreat. And there was a pastor who was a guest pastor uh, who came to kind of teach. And this individual grabs me by the hand, praying for me, and says, I feel a sense that God has a calling on your life. I said, calling for what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> for what? I, you I'm know. just here enjoying myself with my friends. Yeah, you know, and um, it very clearly said, no, you're called to, to preach the gospel. And, and wow. How old were you at that time? I was 16, maybe? Wow. 16, 17? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, you know, I'm like, what's going on here? Okay. So then, you know, fast forward to 2014. Uh, I'm doing my thing. I'm I'm in the banking world. I'm doing all this stuff, business, all that. Okay, Happy, so you so you work like so I was working by this point. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, and uh, I had a really bad accident. Um, no car hit me. My car just went out of control in this because it was snowing, and my car kind of just lost grip and then just kind of into the median. Boom! You know, smashed up the whole car. It was like God giving you a wake up. I call. mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> Because if you looked at the car and then you saw me, it was like, well, how did you get out of that? You know, really? because the car was really mangled, really messed up. So from that point, I think that that was the time when I said, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I should stop running from this thing that this other pastor told me about many well, years that back. That was always in the back of it your mind. It was in the back of my mind, but I just kind of ignored it and went about doing my own thing, doing the stuff that I thought I wanted to do, pursuing the career and everything that I wanted. 
And I think that that accident... Money, money, money. Yeah, yeah. And the accident was a wake-up call. And I said, after that accident, I immediately um, started searching for seminaries. Because I said, well, if I'm going to be a pastor, I got I to gotta go to school. I got to you know, learn what I got to learn, right? Yeah. So then I, I started looking for seminaries at that point. And uh, I met my... Then she was my girlfriend. I met my, my girlfriend at that time. In and seminary? Then, uh, no, no, not in seminary, but prior to okay. um, actually applying. And I told her, I said, listen, I'm going to be applying to seminary. I just want you to know that. And she was just like, what okay. Happened to, what happened to banking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, hold on. I bet you you were a branch manager. What are right, you talking wait, about? Wait, hang on now. What is this? Yeah, so I, I feel like I'm being bamboozled here. Yeah. You're being um, punked, yeah. looking around. <laughs> Where's Ashley Kutcher? No, but um, yeah. So she actually said, you know what? If that's what you feel God is leading you towards, I mean, who am I to stand in the way? And I was like, oh, wow. She didn't, you know, say that's weird. She didn't. And you married this girl. And I married her. Yeah. Because yeah. so, she knew better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, that's great. So that was it. That was it. And so, then once I applied, I, I, you know, got accepted to a couple places and then picked. Where, where'd you go? New Brunswick Theological Seminary. Right. And that, I don't even, how long is the process? Well, I was going part-time because I was working, and um, so it took me about four years, maybe four and a half years, uh, to finish. And, but, uh, but God said, no more accidents because you're on the right path. There you so go. We don't, we don't need to shake <laughs> things up a little bit. Uh, absolutely. You obviously heard it from that. And I feel like I feel like in everybody's life, God gives you that one chance. It's like, yeah. this is going to happen now. Let's mm -hmm. see what you do here. You right. can go this way, you can go this way. Right. That fork in the road moment. Right? Yeah, it is. It is that fork <laughs> in the road moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so four years in seminary, you're still working, and so this is—I mean, this is all recent. Yeah, very you, recent. You just got out last year. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, all right, so I'm just gonna, you know, look around and right. So, what's the process once you once you exit seminary school, once you graduate? So what is the process? Do you intern, or how does that work? Well, they try to do internships while you're in your final oh, year. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I I ended up doing my internship at this church. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I was here for about a year um, interning, and pretty much the, the process is that while you're interning, they give you, the seminary gives you certain metrics that you, they want you to work on. Uh, outreach and mission work and administrative stuff, you know, how to run the church, all those things. Yeah, they want you to, yeah, they want you to learn all of that. So I, I learned all of that, and then the process is that once you graduate, they're either going to have you go back to your home church, and you serve there for a little bit, and then, you know, you can also apply. There's, there's usually pastoral openings that come up, and then you can apply. Um, so my general feeling was that after I graduated, I was going to go back to my old church that I was a member at serve on the ministry, um, you yeah, know, the, the, the work staff, work my way up kind of thing, maybe help with some youth ministry here, and then maybe do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that, kind of honing my skills before I then pursue, uh, a, a, you know, pastoring, yeah. you know, and that, that's usually, typically that's the process. Most people, I think, when they graduate seminary, that's usually the track. Unless God has a different plan. There you go. <laughs> Clearly, he did for you, right? That's right. So, so you're interning here for a year, and then yeah. what happened? Then what happened was that in the second, the second semester, so about five months, six months into my internship, the pastor at this church decided to um, step away. She said, you know, I, I feel led and called to go in a different direction, ministry-wise. And so I'm going to step down. 
And that kind of left this church in a bit of a bind because, mm. you know, it was the midst of the pandemic. You got to remember it yeah, was 2020. Yeah, yeah. So you, guys, you weren't even open at that. Were you guys? We open? were doing virtual worship. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, at that point, it was like, well, what do we do? They asked me if I was willing to stay on just as a bridge so they could, you know, take their time and find somebody. Everybody knew me. They were like, well, we're comfortable with you. We know you. You're familiar with our process. You kind of know what we do here. Okay, no problem. So I, I stuck around. And then I was still sticking around. <laughs> and I was still sticking around. And then. And now you're still sticking around. Here. So, yeah, that, that was the whole thing. Yeah, I said, well, I mean, it's, you know, there's always a joke that I like to refer to. We, we have, you know, anytime we plan, God laughs. That's so it. we have a plan. You could plan your whole future, and guys just like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so here Absolutely. you're thinking, you know, I'm going to, I'm, an, I'm banking, I'm an assistant manager, I'm going to be the manager, I'm going to run this bank. And, right. No. 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 So here you are, First yeah. Reformed Church. That's so right. so let's talk a little bit about the church, because there's so many different, there's a comedian, you know, he calls it the 32 flavors of Jesus Christ. Right. So there are so many different denominations within Christianity. Yeah. What is, how does, how is the, how is the Reformed Church, or First Reformed Church, how is that defined? Like, what is the definition of that? Yeah. So um, the Reformed Church, the, the traditions are, are kind of rooted in uh, the old Dutch Reformed Church uh, from Europe. And so many of those individuals came to the States looking to try to profess their faith in a way that was more expressive of their values and the things that they believe. Right. right? And so there's, there's a little bit of Calvinism going on there, but, right, right. but, but you know, for the most part, that's where it's rooted. Now, Reformers believe that we are constantly being Reformed. Um, and for that reason, there is uh, always room for the Holy Spirit to kind of do its work in helping us to become more and more uh, in understanding of who God is for ourselves and for others, right? And so the Reformed Church, really there's a couple of things that maybe um, differentiated a little bit from other denominations, uh, but they have some similarities to other denominations. So they're kind of on this spectrum where uh, you have uh, we, we baptize infants, for example, right, in the Reformed Church. But at the same time, we also have a process called a profession of faith, much like the Catholic Church. They, they have mm. confirmation, right, right, for their young people. So we, we have some of those so elements. Yeah, a profession of faith for young people. That's right. right. If, if an older person wants to profess their faith, they can still do it. They can still do that, yeah. right? Uh, so we, we have people that come from other denominations. Even in this church, we have people that were that grew up Catholic. We have people that grew up, um, you know, Methodist. Uh, I myself came from a Baptist church, right? So we have a lot of people who have different denominational influences, and they come to the Reformed Church, and we accept all of those folks because we, we understand that uh, reforming, again, we're constantly it's, it's reforming. Constant it's a constant process yeah, of yeah, reforming, yeah. right? And so that's where um, the, the, the beliefs and the values uh, lie uh, in the Reformed Church. So why, why is it like first reform, second reform? Is there, is there like a lineage? That, like, is there a timeline when they're called that? I, I think it's really just when it's established. When it's established. Yeah. Right. So they I would imagine, to I mean, the in 1873, I would imagine this would this have been the, the first, first one, one yeah, right? Yeah. 1873. Yeah. 
Yeah. Are there still like documents hidden or in the archives somewhere? They do have archives here. They, they do. do. Yes, they do. Um, I don't know where all of them are, but I know that they are here because <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. told. Because yeah. uh, you've only been here a minute. Uh, yeah, you know, but there are individuals in the church who have been members for a long time and they, they tell me. We have documents, we have things that are stored, and we have all of the char the, the original charter and everything like that. Wow. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they preserved much of the history uh, that, that is here. And I have to tell you, the church is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. The, the, the woodwork in the ceilings, the, uh, it's just, and it's, it looks like it's all the original, it looks like the bottom of a ship. Like when they yeah. when they brought ships over from mm -hmm. Amsterdam or from right. where, you know, yeah. somewhere in the Dutch countries, yeah. you know, they just tore the ship apart and just, Put them up on the, on the ceiling. It, it's remarkable, and um, I, I have to give a lot of credit to the folks that are a part of our uh, buildings and grounds. Uh, they make sure that we have uh, we've taken care of and preserved much of what it is that we have. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just Beautiful very stained diligent. Glass is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, one of our members, uh, John Schaefer, had done. Um, we we do a newsletter every month. And in the newsletter, he had shared the history of each of these oh, is that stained right? glasses. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was just interesting to to understand the the, the, the symbolism in all of them. Yeah. And you know who dedicated or who contributed and you know gave money towards um, the, the the stained glass. So it was just a, it was really great to to understand and learn about that history. Yeah. You know, especially me being new and I'm like, man, I, you know, I wonder who who, who contributed to all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And and he was able to outline much of, of that uh, imagery and symbolism. That's all. Yeah, because you see it in memoriam of yeah. George Schuster, and so you see some of the. Uh, panels that are dedicated to yeah. those people. Yeah, it's good to know the history of what, you know, why is their name on there? Like, what did right. they do right. <laughs> to deserve a window? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yep. So, all right, tell us a little bit about, because I know that, uh, believe it or not, several years ago, uh, we we were teaching improv to children. Mm -hmm. And we did it right here on your in, in your fellowship room. You had a great little stage, right? Right. So we we're teaching improv and doing little shows. Uh, I know you do a lot with kids, so talk a, a little bit about some of the programs you have here. Well, good. I mean, we we have a partnership uh, with the Learning Tree. Uh, they are oh, okay. Uh, they they uh, do childcare and um, you know it, it's it's early childhood um, you know uh, education. And what they do is they provide that service for the individuals in this community and even the surrounding communities. Um, what they do also is they uh, help to make sure that individuals who have children with special needs, that they have folks that are trained oh, to be able to teach and to handle the uh, responsibility that comes with uh, special needs children. So you so have that all here. It's all here. So that that's one of the things that uh, we're very proud of, that we have that partnership with them. Um, and then we also, of course, on a, a Sunday to Sunday basis, we have Sunday school for our young people. Uh, thankfully, the pandemic is now waning, and yeah. so people are starting to come back to church. And so we're we have our Sunday school uh, and our whole Sunday school team that uh, that we that we work so diligently to try to educate. Um, we do vacation Bible school. We we brought that oh, okay. back during the summer. Yeah, during the summer. Nice. So vacation Bible school is everything was that, shut down for the last three. I'm years. telling you, yeah. I'm telling. You. So bringing it back this year, this past summer, was really good. Uh, we we enjoyed being able to um, speak to our young people, 
tell have games and have things that they could do which and, allow with them each to, other like, yeah and that just just fellowship and socialize with friends absolutely and you know I, I guess for the parents it gave them a little break they can drop them off here at 6 p.m come yeah. back at 8 <laughs> you got a nice little two-hour window dinner, yeah, maybe you know. a movie <laughs> yeah you know so i think that that's really helpful and then the last thing too is that we always on an annual basis do our annual trunk retreat uh, in in october so yeah we, i remember that yeah I saw that we we really just enjoy that because it's it's an opportunity to bring people from the community who or, ordinarily might not ever step foot inside of the sanctuary, right? Yeah. But it's an opportunity to serve their needs and to help the community kind of come together uh, for a great special occasion. So those are just, you know, snippets of, of what we do here for our young people. That's and, awesome. Yeah. Now, do you have, are you still doing, I see the camera, are you guys still doing Zoom services for? Yes. Yes, we still are, are, are doing Zoom services. Um, we actually have expanded to Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Um, Every we, Sunday? Yeah, every Sunday. All right, so let's so, talk about what, what time are your services on Sunday? Service is at 9.30 in the morning. 9.30 in the morning. So Sunday. listen, yeah. you know, if you guys, you know, if you're looking around for a church, you're, you're, you, you don't have a home church, but you want to be a part of a service and you're not sure, check it out. You, you guys have a website, right? We have a website. It's uh, www.frch. First Reformed Church, Church Hawthorne. Church Hawthorne. Yeah. First Reformed <laughs> Church Hawthorne. That's an easy one to remember, F-R-C-H. <laughs> Even though I wrote it incorrectly when he said it to me, like in seconds I wrote it incorrectly. Uh, but if they go on that, they can see the Zoom link if they want to Zoom in that way? Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. we're actually to kind of let people know, we're, we're actually changing up the website to make it a little bit more user-friendly, to make it uh, easier for people to navigate. Uh, and so uh, in the coming months, you'll probably see that there'll be a, a, a fresh new coat of paint, if you will, on, nice. the, on the website. It'll look a little different. Um, but uh, yeah, they can, they can go and access the, the Zoom information or they can click to our Facebook page. And then that way they can uh, view the service uh, 9.30 every Sunday. And you know, you know what? It's, it's, I know oftentimes a lot of people, they're like, I don't want to try a new service because as soon as I walk in, everybody's going to know we're new and they want to come up and talk to us. They want to hand us cards. They want to do all that stuff. I just want to be low key until I know for sure right. I want to go. So it's a great way for you to check it out. Christmas is this weekend. So uh, today is, is December 19th. Christmas coming up this weekend. It's, you know, it, it's such a mix of emotions. Mm -hmm. Christmas time. My, my, uh, my mom passed away two years ago. We, you know, just a couple of days ago, uh, December sixth, two years mm, ago. Wow. So this will be, you know, our second Christmas without without my mom. And you know, it's people that that lose loved ones, that lose siblings, that lose children. That, yeah. and you know, it's 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 hard, it's hard to get out of the house. You yeah. know, sometimes it's hard to get out of the house this time of year. Just and just to be able to celebrate when everybody else is all happy and festive, and you know, you're dealing with this pain. So mm -hmm. I, I encourage you guys to, you know, go online. You know. Check out First Reformed Church. You've got a lot of churches in the area. Uh, check them all out. Check them out and see what they're doing and see what, what fits for you. Um, but at least find a home where you know you have people that can, can pray for you and can be with you, can fellowship with you, and, and, just, and just kind of be a uh, soft cushion you know, yeah. during, during these it's tough community. times. community. Yeah, community. Yeah. And it's, it's hard when you're in the middle of it to to want to reach out to community you just want to shelter in and you know shutter in Absolutely. so what do you have coming up for christmas yeah so for christmas um we're going to have our christmas eve service on the 24th okay uh, that what is going to be 7 30 p.m um it's our 
Christmas Eve candlelight service. So uh, at the end of the service, we uh, form a circle around this sanctuary and uh, we light the candles and we sing uh, a Christmas hymn um, to, to kind of close out. Ah, that's beautiful. And so it's, uh, we try to have uh, some instrument uh, players, so, uh, you know, maybe a cello player and a violinist. Well, and plus the acoustics in here yeah. are awesome. It's got to sound yeah. great. Yeah, so our, you know, our, our praise team and choir, they do such a great job. Um, and then, you know, I try to chip in a little bit here with a little message. <laughs> so, um, but, but, you know, it's Keep it great, brief. We're yeah, here for the lighting. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, uh, but, you know, it's, it's really a great service. It's, it's one of um, our favorite services of the year because of just how we're able to celebrate, come together and celebrate. It's one of the, actually, you know, now thinking about it, that I've been here a couple of years, um, it's the most attended service, in fact. Oh, the Christmas Eve service. Christmas Eve service, oh, yeah, because you have a lot of families that have folks that are traveling and coming and oh, visiting right, right, from out right, of town. Yeah. So you typically will see a lot of new faces on Christmas Eve. And so uh, that's one. The other thing is that Christmas Day, if people aren't aware, is on a Sunday this year. Um, but what as we're luck doing, would have it. As luck would have it. So we are going to have church service, but what we decided to do uh, to help our families to still be able to celebrate in earnest is we're going to make that service virtual, completely virtual. Oh, nice. And so okay. that's, um, that's great. Yeah. So then that way we still will have church service. We'll still get on Zoom. Everybody will be able to say hello. What time is that? And that's at uh, 930 in the morning. So um, while, while you're opening up all the presents, uh-huh, yeah. it's like, you know what, just put the TV on in the background. There you go. Let's take a look at Pastor West. <laughs> yeah, Let's see what he has yeah, to say. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So yeah, that's, so that's, that's good. Yeah, so that's what we have coming up. Yeah, and I I heard that uh, you guys do a little caroling too. We do, yeah. So uh, caroling is usually um, we usually do it on the Sunday before our Christmas Eve. So, so you, guys, you guys have just missed that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure to promote that because I I love the idea of going. We used to go out all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna do it after after we do the screening of It's a Wonderful Life. We're gonna go out and just you know, sing in the community. Right. Uh, so tell a little bit about that. And, and I do want to make sure that we promote it. Absolutely. So on, on December 18th, we uh, go out to see all of our homebound members. We want to make sure that they know that we love them, we care about them. Uh, so we'll go, we'll knock on their door, and then once they open the door, hit it. There we you start are. singing, oh, and we're singing great. a few songs. We're making sure that they feel loved. They feel like, you know, their church family hasn't forgotten about them because, you know, it's tough. Like you had mentioned before, yeah. church is a community. And sometimes individuals, through no fault of their own, they lose that community because health ailments might keep them away, um, circumstance, life circumstances keep them away. So we use caroling as an opportunity to come and reach out to them and to really just go and see them and, and, and give them a gift, give them something, give them a hug. And, and just bring something. a smile to their face. Absolutely. Some joy in their heart. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so we're, we're excited about the, those, those types. That's, that's outreach to me. You yeah. know, that's, yeah, that's church outreach. And yeah, we, look, we just love it. Well, hopefully, yeah. I, I want to make sure, you know, I want to make sure we stay in touch prior to that because I want to I do a live stream mm -hmm. and have all your carolers live. On, oh, look at that. On yeah. Facebook. Yeah, that way, that way everybody can share a little bit of that. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the last week of Advent, mm -hmm. right? So, so I want you to talk a little bit about it. You know, you, a lot of people, you know, you see the candles and, I, you know, 
sometimes there's confusion, they don't understand. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is the final week, first week, second week. So mm -hmm. talk about the different weeks of Advent leading up to this final one. Sure, sure. So the first week of Advent, we focus on the hope. I'm testing his, just to make sure he went through <laughs> seminary. You get that, right? <laughs> you gotta make sure that I know what I'm absolutely. doing. Absolutely, right? I'm taking I mean, notes. Absolutely. So, you know, we, first week, we just focus on the hope, the hope of Christ. You know, um, when we think about Christmas and we think about what it means and represents, Jesus was the hope of the world. You know, um, the, the world can sometimes be a very hopeless time, but, you know, we have this hope that we find in Christ. So that's week one. Week two, we focus on the peace of Christ, you know, and I also think about individuals who may have lost someone. Um, you, we just talked about that, you know, um, we lost uh, my father four years ago. Yeah, and so this is now right. the fourth Christmas, you know, yeah. without him. And so it's like, you know, how do you still find peace even when you are probably still mourning yeah. and, and feeling that, that loss? And so the peace of Christ is what we talk about in that second week. Um, the third week, we want to focus, of course, on the uh, love of, of who uh, Christ is. And so love is really um, uh, helpful because, you know, when love is sometimes all you need, right? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Uh, love will get you through a lot of things. Uh, Which is and, ironic that you say that because it's on this, we're recording this on December 8th, and 42 years ago is when John Lennon was shot and killed. Wow. Yeah, oh, so look at that. love is all you need. I got goosebumps oh, when you said that. Look so. at that. Uh, you know, yeah, it yeah. didn't even occur to me. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Uh, and then, you know, we have joy. And, and joy is an opportunity for us to uh, really express and rejoice who Jesus is. And, and, and that's really a beautiful thing. And, you know, when, when we look at all of those things together, uh, the amalgamation of hope and peace and joy and love and all of that type of stuff, when we look at all of that together, it embodies who Christ is yeah. and what Christ came to represent. You know, and so, uh, so I, I love the season of Advent. You know, it's interesting how all these different faiths and these different holiday traditions incorporate candle lighting. Yeah, right. You know, you have the Advent candle. You also have for our Jewish brothers and sisters, they have, they have Hanukkah, the Hanukkah yeah, right? Hanukkah. Um, there are those who celebrate Kwanzaa and there's the candles that are represented in Diwali, Kwanzaa. Diwali, Diwali is also, is also so, yeah. you know, light is something that is representative of all of those things. Hope, peace, joy, and love. Yeah, <laughs> right? right. So I think that that's that's the beauty of the Advent season. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. So listen, I, I encourage you guys. Um, you know, it's it's coming up. Christmas is around the corner, and it's not all about presents and and you know opening them up on Christmas morning. <laughs> um, so I, I encourage you if you don't have a church home and you are looking around, uh, you can go to First Reform Church of Hawthorne. It's F R C H. I got that right. You right? got it right. I didn't even. I, I have it written down. I didn't even look. Uh, frch.com. Uh, is it .com or .org? Uh, .org. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Frch.org. And and check out the service. Check out Christmas Eve service. If you want to check out Christmas morning, Christmas morning, and it, you know if you are looking for a home, there's there's no harm in just in checking it out. Listen to the message. I mean, you heard Pastor West. He's kind of a cool guy, right? He's young. Try, you know, try a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, we want to wish everybody that watches, everybody that's listening, uh, just a, a great holiday, a uh, great Hanukkah, a great Christmas, a great Kwanzaa. It's, it's that time of year where, where, you know, there is a lot of joy and a lot of love out there. And, and if you reach out to the community, community, community is going to reach back at you. So... Uh, so make sure that you, you reach out to Pastor Wes, and if you have any questions, I'm sure they can, they can ask questions, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. They go on the website. If you want to call up, 
you know, ask them, ask them, you know, about the services, ask them about what they're doing. Absolutely. Ask about the programs for the kids, because it's really, it's really wonderful what you guys do here with the kids. Yeah. And I yeah. See, always see every, every summer outside, the kids are always outside, they're yeah. always outside and having fun. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to wish you, I want to wish your family, I want to wish everybody a, a wonderful Christmas. Thank you. Bless Christmas. And, uh, and let's do this again. Let's do this again around Easter. I look forward to yeah? that. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a great holiday. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you probably after the first of the year. All right. Be well, everybody.